Yeah, still having some. All right. Okay. <laughs> and now here we go. The dead Kennedy is with take this job and shove it. <laughs> take this job and shove it. I ain't working no Take this job and shove it. I ain't working no more. Stop moving in the cold. I've been working for. Give me that time to stay my way to walk out the door. Take this job and shove it. I won't care no more.
you're listening to Mutiny Radio. Coming up next is Women's Magazine with Global Val. So please stay tuned.
Hello, everyone. Welcome to Women's Magazine here, MutinyRadio.fm, fucking San Francisco. Merry fucking Christmas. This is Free Speech Radio. I don't swear that often, even though I could. But you know what? Hey, you know what? It's the holidays, so tis the season. I'm going to play you some music today. I'm going to be playing them pretty much uh, all day here on Women's Magazine and also on Common Thread Collective. This is off of a really cool album, a holiday album, from a local brass trio called Lip Service, um, headed up by trumpeteer Aaron Priscorn and friends uh, Audra Loveland on French horn, which is a very tricky instrument to play. It's one of those loopy ones. And Matthew de Pesqual. So uh, here we go, the Lip Service Brass Trio, Halliday Album, um, Carol of the Bells, of course, Bell Carol. I'll be right back. This is Global Val, by the way. Merry fucking Christmas. Thank you. 
Let it rain. I'm sorry. Let it snow. Merry Christmas. This is Global Val. You're listening to Women's Magazine here at MutinyRadio.fm. What a year. Oh, my God. This is the last show of 2017. It is December 20-something, 2017, 22nd, I imagine. And uh, that was some music from, again, a local brass trio called Lip Service off of their holiday album called Holiday Album. And... uh, very cool. Nice to have some some horn section going on. We're going to play that all day. Why not? Well, I um, was just last night listening to some of our MutinyRadio.fm podcasts. And I was listening, uh, you know, on Facebook, they, 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 you know, they act as your own brain. And they're like, remember this. This is your memory. And so they posted a memory, quote unquote, from 2014, where I did a December show reading from uh, Merlin Stone's huge, thick uh, anthropological tome called uh, When God Was a Woman, which traces the goddess religion back at least 25,000 years and uh, way before, um, you know, the before our, our modern day uh, single god monotheism of um, that exists in, in, in so many religions, namely uh, Christianity, uh, Judaism, and Islam. Um, so people have been worshiping women for a long, long time. So um, that popped up in my Facebook memory. And then it reminded me that last year, I actually had um, my last show of, of, of 2016. I had two very special guests. Um, and that was uh, Jesus H. Christ and the Divine Goddess. So um, 2016 had a great um, holiday show. I like to do something slightly irreverent on Christmas, um, just for fun. You know, why not? But um, another thing I like to do is to do kind of a year in review. So uh, the past couple days, I've been compiling uh, a spreadsheet of some of the things that I've been covering all year long. 2017 has been a crazy year. Donald Trump has been the president the whole time crazy. Well, at least since January 20th. But of course, we have to acknowledge the huge, largest protest in American history on the day after inauguration, the Women's March, where millions of people around the country marched in the streets um, against Donald Trump and his chauvinism, his misogyny, and his particularly egregious version of uh, xenophobia where uh, if you're not a rich white male, then what are you doing in my office? Unless you're, you know, some sort of uh, Eastern European prom queen or something. Anyhow, um, I got a little off track there. But uh, it's, been a, it's been an amazing year as well. A lot of great things have happened in 2017. I've been a, a party to many uh, very cool events. Um, but I wanted to kind of give a little recap of what's been happening on Women's Magazine in 2017. So here we go. And we'll take a little musical break. 
when I get tired of talking and you get tired of listening to me. So January 2017, um, not only did we have the Women's March on the 21st, but also if you go onto mutinyradio.fm and you go to the podcasts and find our special events page, you'll also find from uh, January 21st, the Anti-Inaugural Poets Ball, which is something that I hosted uh, as a special event that evening. So definitely check that out. But January kicked off with the 50th anniversary of the Human Bean, which I got to um, co-host and MC over there at the Gray Area on Mission Street. So on uh, the January 23rd show, Mona Lisa Wallace came in and read from our Womanifesto, which we've retitled Womanifesta, which is a declaration of human rights. Uh, It's based on the UN Declaration of Human Rights, but geared, uh, kind of tailored towards uh, the female, so to speak. So I want to read you a little bit from the Womanifesta. I affirm that I am a full human being, born free and entitled to all which is morally guaranteed to all people equally. I am entitled to the peaceful enjoyment of my life and basic human needs, including wholesome shelter, access to healthy local food and water, clean air, health care, child care, elder care, education, nonviolence, security, and the opportunity to work for fair compensation. And community. I oppose all violence, war, mass incarceration, wrongful arrest, torture, the death penalty, militarized policing, and corporal punishment. I am entitled to the political freedoms of speech, association, movement, democratic and representative vote in elections and governance, to the press, assembly, asylum, national identity, access to public education, access to public information, including internet access and net neutrality. I'm entitled to privacy, digital and otherwise, to property ownership, marital status, parenting status, my or my intimate partner's gender identity, age, ability, national association, spiritual association, or lack thereof. I'm entitled to mental autonomy, including freedom of thought, freedom of expression, religious freedom to practice any spiritual tradition or none at all, and to live and die without governmental establishment of a religion or oppression by any religion. I am entitled to reproductive freedom, access to birth control, abortion, menstrual accommodation, because those days are hard, y'all, nursing accommodation, child care, and equal treatment whether I do or do not have a child. I and future generations are entitled to natural resource preservation, biodiversity protection, truthful labeling of foods and products, local food infrastructure, and effective protection from environmental and health harms generated by the machinations of commerce and human activity, which include natural resource reduction, climate change, 
pollution of air and water, excessive extinctions of flora and fauna, carcinogens, and toxins found in personal and food products. I declare my freedom from being commodified, enslaved, forced into military service for the benefit of war profiteers, imprisoned for the benefit of incarceration profiteers, criminalized for poverty, criminalized for addiction or mental condition, sexually or medically exploited or unfairly compensated for my work. I have the right to work and to organize with a workers' union for equal pay, for equal work, to child care, family leave, and the equal opportunity. I oppose corporate personhood, recognizing the moral imperative that all humans are individual lives, each of which is worthy of overriding preference towards protections of these rights by governance, not to be transgressed, purchased, unduly influenced, or even balanced against any such rights or their equivalents attributed to non-human entities or constructs such as corporations, governments, and religions. I affirm my membership in the human community and the representative systems of governments that democratically serve our collective interests to protect these freedoms, rights, and entitlements due to all people, regardless of gender identity or any other association or attribute. That is the Woman Manifesto, everybody. So thank you for tuning in to Women's Magazine today. Let me play you a little more music from the Brass Trio Lip Service, and I'll be back for more year in review. Peace. Thanks for tuning in. Here we go. Time flies, man. This has been a really fast year. You're listening to Women's Magazine. I'm Global Val. Hey, you know what? That was only January. That was just one day in January. So I'm, I'm going to do the uh, the quick, quick version as, as um, well, I, I'm going to attempt that anyway. So that was January 23rd, the Women Manifesto. Um, let's see what else happened. Um, January 20th, I was playing... Um, uh, a recording from Cat Brooks of the Anti-Police Terror Project, with, which called for 120 hours of resistance, calling on Martin Luther King Day. Um, and uh, 
Also, in January the 27th, I did some commentary on the Women's March and uh, read from the Declaration of Independence. I also had my guest Roman Reimer from the Weekly Review, who was in D.C. during the inauguration and the subsequent day of the Women's March, um, who reported on uh, things that had happened while he was there. And of course, I've been reading poetry all year. That was a poem that day called, I'm Not White and Neither Are You. Uh, in February, we sadly lost one of our Mutiny Radio DJs, J.D. Buell. And so uh, starting in, in early February, we got to play some of his music from his album called Some Are Still Not Free. Also in February, I played some music from another late, great local visionary called um, Mama Kotel, who was uh, honored this year at the Mission Cultural Center uh, during the Dia de los Muertos um, altar uh, display. Um, and Mama Koto was amazing. Uh, Border Crossing Diosa was her book that she actually hand-painted and uh, typed up and, and bound um, with her CD as well. And uh, I also read some kind of raw um, notes that I was making on the topic of misogyny. <laughs> Women's Magazine, folks. Um, also in February, I was still talking about the Dakota Access Pipeline and the Standing Rock water protectors uh, that I was covering for the past year um, and here on Women's Magazine and also on the Common Thread Collective. Um, also, we had the first ever female sound team nominated for an Oscar in February. Um, so many things, so many things, so many things going on here in San Francisco. Uh, it's hard to keep up with, that's for sure. And then March, of course, was International Women's Month. Uh, kicked off March, March 3rd, I had our friend E.K. Keith in here. She overcame her own fear of flying to go to Washington, D.C. to be part of the Women's March on Washington. And then she almost got kicked out of uh <laughs> Mount Vernon, uh, George Washington's home for asking a pointed question about why they were refusing to uh, acknowledge the people who worked there as actual slaves. Um, but uh, that was a great story, March 3rd. And then March 17th, oh, good old St. Patrick's Day. I had our friend Gisela Tangui from the Voodoo Cabaret. She was on the show um, uh, talking about her music and what she was doing um, in terms of uh, standing up against racism in America. Goddamn. Whew, so much to do. Um, oh, and then March 24th, uh, my guest was Lois Flood, and she's the founder of the Diablo Dance Theater. She is an expert in the dances of Isadora Duncan. So she gave us a call in, and we had an amazing conversation about Isadora Duncan, who was a feminist and uh, radical, and, uh, you know, it just kind of broke the boundaries of, and kind of is looked at as the creator of modern dance, because uh, she refused to color and sign the lines, so to speak. Um, and March was Women's History Month, so um, that was uh, fitting, and I was really happy to have Lois Flood call in to uh, give us that history. 
And then April, National Poetry Month, um, kicked off with actually a different topic. Dr. Diane Tober and the students from UC Berkeley who are the co-directors of SURGE, which is the Students United for Reproductive Justice at UC Berkeley, um, they were talking about the bill in California, um, um, Bill uh, number 320, which would make abortion medication available on all college campuses in California. Um, so they are still a very active group, SURGE, that is S-U-R-J, and um They've been really pushing forward that agenda because if an abortion pill is available, why wouldn't it be available in co- on college campuses at the medical centers? Because abortion is a constitutional right, even if the um, vice president of the United States right now would like to uh, repeal that. But, you know, he's kind of a freak. Free speech here at Mutiny Radio. Um... And then I didn't take notes for a few weeks. And then in May, um, I broke down the American Healthcare Act, which is the, the first healthcare reform bill that the GOP put forth in the House of Representatives, which was a ridiculously written bill. It wasn't very long, which is uh, one of the reasons I was able to get through it. But I kind of broke down what it would do, which is basically uh, taking... Uh, taking money away from Medicare and Medi-Cal because Medi-Cal here in California is kind of the, the Medicare of, uh, you know, subsidiary kind of, the, you know, further out on the branch of, of, uh, who receives money in order to do things. Um, it was a horrendous bill if I recall correctly. Um, it was also targeting undocumented immigrants in that bill. Aren't those guys so nice? Um, they were documenting, uh, sorry, they were targeting undocumented immigrants in that original health care bill um, by basically forcing states to um, provide uh, the paperwork uh, that the person was in good standing, at least in their paperwork process of um, trying to become a citizen or being legally here in the United States. Um, so they were doing this kind of surreptitious serip- and um, kind of trying to strangle the states in a way in order to get to these poor people who have fled their countries uh, because of uh, poverty or violence and have come to the United States, the land of opportunity, um, and uh, trying to say that states need to verify their paperwork status in order to get federal reimbursement for the money that states spend on administering uh, uh, medical treatment for undocumented or uh, questionably documented peoples. Um, also in the American Health Care Act, that was back in May that the House passed, um, it didn't end up going anywhere. But um, a couple of my favorite provisions on there, um, the very last one, <laughs> which was to um, repeal the 10% excise tax on indoor tanning. Uh, it's such a drag to have to pay another 10% tax on my indoor tanning. Oh my God, this is crazy. Anyhow, moving along. And eh, we came into summer. Uh, there were a lot of uh, events going on here in San Francisco. Um, there was a vigil 
commemorating the anniversary of the European Jewish refugees who were turned away at the shores of the United States and sent back to Europe, where many of them were killed in the Holocaust. Um, and, uh, yeah, serious business, because we see that uh, this administration would like to keep people out, keep refugees at bay, not let them into the country. Um, earlier this year, when... Um, the there was a, a travel ban executive order coming down from the White House. We saw people rush to the airports to protest um, because people who were coming in from other countries, these like six predominantly Muslim countries, were being detained at the airport for not even necessarily being doing anything wrong. Um, these were people who maybe even had been in the green card process for a very long time, had been granted their cards, and um, were now finally arriving in the U.S. And this travel ban stopped them and detained them. And many of them were subsequently let go because of the public outpouring and the protests that sprung up at the airport. Um, so it's been a very active year uh, in terms of uh, civic engagement. And uh, I, I listened to that past show uh, a couple months ago. And I'll say it again, you don't fuck around at the airport. Um, but you know what? People went out there and did, and uh, it certainly helped some of our fellow human beings. So right on to that. Um, let's see what else happened. Uh, oh, yeah, the Voodoo Cabaret, who I mentioned earlier, they played at Fort Mason for the San Francisco International Arts Festival um, during a segment called Rise Above Racism. Also in June, uh, James Comey, the head of the FBI, was fired, um, but there was an very interesting op-ed by Nicole Serratone in the New York Times called James Comey and the Predator-in-Chief. Um, and then not too long afterwards, um, we started to see a big shift in the, uh, the culture across the United States as the Me Too campaign came into play. Um, but also in June, naked feminists in Argentina um, went out and protested against uh, fem feminicide um, because in 2017, there was an average of once every 24 hours in Argentina was a woman killed. Big stuff, folks. Um, real, real things. Let's see. I'm going to play a little more music for you because we're halfway through the year and I'm most of the way through this show. Came in a little late today. I want to thank uh, my friends, uh, Monty and Aaron, out there hanging out at Clooney's on Valencia. Um, a great uh, dive to enjoy your holiday cheer, a giant Christmas tree and uh, a real local joint. So um, thanks for uh, meeting me for a couple of holiday toddies before the show, if you can't tell folks. Anyhow, I'm Global Val. You're listening to Women's Magazine. We're here at mutinyradio.fm, free speech radio traveling around the planet on the internet. Here's some more music from Lip Service's holiday album. Thank 
I don't feel so bad if I'm here at Mutiny Radio, that is, 21st in Florida. We're here. We are a community radio station. If you would like to support us, you can go straight to our website, mutinyradio.fm. You can also support us through our 501c3 sponsor, Media Alliance, and uh, get a tax write-off. But also, if you would like to be a DJ here, you can. All you have to do is email our director, director at Mutiny radio.fm and uh, connect with uh, Pam Benjamin who is the uh, comedy queen here at Mutiny Radio and uh, let her know that you're interested in getting trained on our board here and possibly doing your own show. So it is an available resource, a community resource. It's very affordable and uh, we hope that uh, if you're feeling inspired that you'll come on down and uh, do your thing as well. All right, I've got a couple more minutes here. I'm not going to take too much more time because we're going to get into the common thread in a few minutes here. But um, I was only halfway through the year. (laughs) Anyhow, um, yeah, in July, there were girls in Texas who were doing their quinceanera who were protesting a bill in Texas um, against immigration. That was really cool. SB4 in Texas. Um, Also in... uh, then later in the summer, on August 11th, I interviewed Dr. Sylvia Frain. She is a doctor of peace, by the way, peace and conflict, but emphasis on the peace, who did her dissertation on Guam. And uh, Guam popped up in the news earlier this year in, ter- in the context of uh, North Korea and their supposed threat uh, to the United States, who said, well, we could bomb Guam. Well, and then the U.S. said, we will always defend Guam. But uh, actually, Sylvia Frayne came on and talked to us about the military presence in Guam and the history of, um, well, the U.S.'s exploitation of Guam and their refusal to um, help Guam achieve self-independence uh, and self-determination, which is something that was part of the deal. Anyhow, going on, um, oh, August 18th, tune in. I interviewed <laughs> Katai, who is the um, kind of the equivalent of the American Idol of comedy in Thailand. She's hilarious. Um, August 18th, tune into that show, that podcast. Um and then, of course, later in the summer, there was the whole, you know, the the, the Patriot Prayer Group was coming to Chrissy Field, and then um, thousands of people went out onto the streets to protest what uh, was perceived as a hate group um, here in San Francisco. It was a, quite the event. Oh, and then also, and then later in September, or that was August as well, there were a group of women entrepreneurs, a a pair really, a duo, who created a fake male third partner to um, try to um, advance their business. And it had some telling results. Um, They had people offering this hypothetical, um, uh, fictitious man in their group all sorts of help in terms of launching his business, but they were um, equally uh, turned away, unequally. So that was kind of an interesting story. Anyhow, folks, you know what? It's about to be the Common Thread Collective, so I can talk about uh, more of this as we go along, but it has been a wild year, lots of highs and lows. I want to thank everybody who has been a part of Mutiny Radio, Women's Magazine, the Common Thread Collective, all everyone who has 
uh, reached out and kind of, you know, tapped me uh, to get involved in various events. And um, throughout the year, I was really proud to um, MC at the Digital Being, the fiftieth uh, anniversary of the of the Human Being. Also, poems under the dome. Also, uh, Earth Day, San Francisco, which was part of the March for Science, and Peace in the Park, which happened in just in September. So uh, it's fun to uh, get out there and and be with the peoples and uh, announce people and, and get a chance to have a, have a microphone so we can spread the love, spread the word. And um, we really need it in the 21st century. So thank you for all the good that you are doing in your world, in your life. It is making a difference. Even if it's just on one little person at a time, it's a, it's a ripple effect, folks. So just remember, when you're asked